It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. So Dale, I have a question from Amanda. Amanda emailed this in. She says, after hearing about the Miami condo collapse, a building without residents collapsed in my town. And today, another big explosion occurred on campus and a building was evacuated. What is the message? Is the earth unable to bear the weight of our mistreatment of each other and our resources? Are we to reckon with our collective karma? And can we expect more of this in the future? Uh, those are all great uh, questions, Amanda. The um, uh, the earth is, you could say, at her limit uh, and even beyond. Uh, the earth is not going to be able to go on much longer like this, um, partly because she's now been damaged. And, and if you know anything about the ascension and more specifically her ascension, She's begun her rise, and because she's now begun her rise, uh, anything that has to do with old structures uh, that are no longer serving, they're going to start to collapse. So part of what we're seeing is the structures that are somewhat old that are collapsing, as in maybe even a literal collapse, uh, as in some of these buildings that are, are just kind of falling away, so to speak. But because of what's going on with the earth and the magnetic grid and the wet and the manipulation of weather patterns, and I mean, I could just go on. It's all of this is, um, uh, it, it's just, it's causing more of a ramp up. It's causing that more of a ramp up to where the earth is getting, is, is in her process of making her move up. While she's doing that, again, the powers of B are making their move to go in even further to cause um, all kinds of stress and anxiety and fear and all that kind of you know things. So that's one of the reasons why nobody's really paying a lot of attention to this just yet uh, in terms of our leadership, um, because it's not quite time for them to do that. Um, because there's this idea of you know these types of things that happen, and then what happens to us. Uh, does it cause us to become more stressed? Uh, does it cause us to live more in fear, which again, come, come, you know, coming back to that resistance, what does it do? And so there are a lot of changes. There are going to be changes as in, you know, weather changes. You can probably already see it happening. The weather patterning is shifting dramatically right now uh, in almost every place on the planet. And um, meaning areas that normally are a little cooler right now are getting hotter, areas that are even normally hot right now are getting even hotter. Uh, tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, uh, fires. Uh, we've, we've been watching this for at least the last three to five years. And if you've been paying somewhat attention to it, you can see that there's been an increase in intensity from year to year or from season to season. Um, well, this season, uh, as in this summer season here in the Northern Hemisphere, is going to be no different. Uh, it's going to be more intense. 
and it was in years prior. And this is going to continue for a little while because we're going through this just massive, massive change. And so whether the powers of B are behind it or whether the light forces are behind it, it's we're going through this massive, massive change. Uh, when we come out on the other side of this, this is not even going to look like it currently looks like here today. So around that, uh, much of this does have to collapse um, or someone goes in and revamps it, rebirths it, or re, you know, gives new birth to it, uh, redesigns it, re-engineers it, uh, rehabs it. And, um, but until that sort of thing starts to happen, which I don't sense it's going to happen anytime soon, uh, for the reasons I've already said, that this all, that of what is happening needs to happen. Um, things are going to get louder. Things are going to become more intense. We're going to, we're, well, we already are starting to see things um, that we just haven't seen before in this lifetime. And like I was saying to a small group of people just the other day, fasten your seatbelt. It's, it, we're just going to, what, what you're experiencing right now, that this is just, you could say we're, we're still in the appetizer phase. It's going to get a lot louder. And again, everybody in the planet is going to eventually get to a point where they're going to be experiencing things that they've never experienced in the course of this lifetime experience on this planet. And this being now one of the experiences where buildings are, you know, collapsing. Does that mean that all buildings are going to collapse overnight? No, but we're probably going to see this, you know, happen a little more and then again, a little more, a little more and so on, because some of these buildings, they're old, they're just old, uh, or they weren't, you know, completely uh, designed with a real strong foundation underneath them um, or whatever. There's all kinds of possibilities here. Well, the planet is shifting. That means the grid is shifting. Well, the grid is what really ultimately holds us all together. And so as that grid moves and it's now moving, uh, as that grid moves and does what it needs to do in the months and years to come, we're just going to be experiencing what we're already seeing and then also some new things that we just haven't seen a lot of, as I said, in this life. So it's all part of it. Now, what we want to do around this is be able to um, um, always check in with ourselves, like get in touch with your own higher self. And if you're higher, if all of a sudden, for example, let's say you're living somewhere and your higher self starts to bring a message to you, it's time to move. I would suggest you really listen to it and because there's a good likelihood that something's going on. Now, it might be just only with you. Maybe wherever it is you're living right now, whatever part of the city or part of the town that you're currently living in, maybe you've outlived it and maybe you need to move to the other side of the town. Maybe you need to move to a new town. Whatever it is, like really get in the swing of making regular contact with that of your own higher self, the true you. Um, because it will always know, it will always know of something that's coming in the very near future that's going to directly affect you positively or negatively. And if you're checking in and there is something, uh, because your higher self is a part of the greater collective. And so if there is something that's possibly going to happen that, um, wouldn't be wise for you to be there, not that you couldn't navigate through it. But your higher self says, there's no point in being here. You don't have to go through this experience. Um, and so then you start getting the message in your own body. 
time to shift, time to move to another part of town, time to move maybe to another part of the state or province or whatever, then I would strongly suggest that you take that seriously and really connect with that true voice inside of you when it speaks. Now, what sometimes happens, people get or can get really attached to their materialistic world. And I mean, I just see it over and over and over again. And I used to live that way as well. I don't anymore, but uh, I used to live that way too. And um, what I've experienced with people that end up really getting hurt, so to speak, is they got way too attached to something materialistically. Meanwhile, their angels or guides or their higher self was speaking to them, go left, go left, go left. And they just wouldn't do it because they would not let go of whatever it was that they were attached to in the materialistic world. And then nine months later or 12 months later or seven months later or sometimes six weeks later, then whatever that is that now was already scheduled to happen, now it comes into motion. And at that point, it's almost impossible to get away from that, so to speak, because you know when we're really attached to something and we can't let it go, What's going to become even it's going to become even scarier to let it go when the pressure comes upon us where we really have to let it go, but we really haven't let it go. And for those of you, for those of you that have let go of anything, especially of a significant nature, usually when you're letting go of something of a significant nature, it does not happen overnight. It does not happen in the course of a weekend. I mean, it can happen abruptly, as in somebody could just all of a sudden you get a call one day and you find out that they were killed in a car accident. That's abrupt. Right. But then even then, good luck in trying to let them go. If you're really attached to that person and you get the news that they have uh, passed due to some kind of a car accident, let's say, or any kind of an accident, uh, that's it. But now you're still so attached to them. And maybe you were getting a message five months before that happened. And maybe that was the message to move to another part of the state. And, and maybe that's why, because now you could start to not completely break up the relationship, but you could start to move out of that attachment, which then makes that process of really letting that person go at least a little easier for you versus it happens abruptly and you've done nothing to let go of that. And now you got to deal with that. And so even though they've passed, so to speak, now you got to, you, you, you still have to deal with the attachment. The attachment doesn't leave just because they die, so to speak. At least I've never experienced it that way, ever, ever, ever. Not just with myself, but with anybody that I've worked with over the years. So, which brings us back to another reason as to why it's uh, just a really powerful, healthy practice to stay in con get in contact with your own higher self, stay in contact with your higher self, and start to develop, if you haven't already, just a really good relationship with your higher self, and where more specifically you start trusting. And then you trust more and, and you can experiment with it. You know, sometimes you can do things like when the phone rings, right? Just for the hay of it, you know, who's calling right now? Take a guess. Just take a guess. And so it just, it's just a simple exercise that you can do just to kind of see where you're at with regard to you trusting. Because if you're really connected to your higher self or your guides or, and or your guides, there's a good possibility you'll get the answer right away. Uh, Joe's calling. Mary's calling. Uh, Anne's calling and you go pick up the phone and my gosh, it's Anne. And you're like, wow, I already knew that. Like literally 30 seconds before I picked up the phone. That's your intuition. That's that 
telepathy. That's that connection. That's what we want to foster more of so that when we find ourselves in times where, you know, things can get a little challenging, so to speak. And, uh, but in those times where we're getting the message, time to get out of Dodge, time to move, time to let this go, time to let that go. Probably a good idea for us to be listening and ultimately following through on those messages because there could be something else that's getting ready to happen that you have no conscious knowledge of whatsoever at all. And then the day comes where it happens. And that's where you can now go back to being shocked because you didn't see it coming. Whereas if you really get good at connecting in with yourself in this way and really listening to yourself in this way and following through on yourself in this way. And so now it could be where, you know, you do really connect and you hear and you listen and then you follow through. And then two months later, something happens. And that's when you're like, holy cow, I could have been there while that was all going on. It's like, I'm sure you've had the experience before. Or if you haven't, maybe you've heard the story from somebody else where, you know, you've got your route plan to go from point A to point B across to the other side of the city. And as you're driving, all of a sudden something happens and you get a message that you might not even be aware of. You just get a prompt, like, go right. And all of a sudden reroute yourself. You know, um, I don't use that. Uh, I've got this really impressive, sophisticated GPS on my car. And whenever my daughter comes to town, she always gets on me about, you know, I don't use it all that often. And I use it once in a while. Um, but I decided a long time ago, I've got my own internal GPS. And I do not want to get rusty with that. Because I have been in the dark at two o'clock in the morning with no street lights. And uh, where I have not had that GPS in my car or a GPS in the car that doesn't work for whatever reason. And my internal GPS is at a point because I keep it there where it always serves me. It always serves me. And when it tells me to go left, I go left. I don't question it anymore. I just go left. And then sometimes I find out an hour later why I went left. Because what just happened, there was a major car wreck that either just happened and I would have been stuck in traffic for the next hour and a half, or there was a car wreck that was about to happen and I might end up in the car wreck. How about that one? <laughs> so it's, uh, I uh, uh, just absolutely recommend that anybody and everybody live their life this way and then get good at it. Get good at it. Because it, what I just shared, at least I've never seen anybody where they can do this like right away, right? Uh, especially when you're still stuck in your own resistance. If you're stuck in your own resistance, this is going to be really difficult for you to do, at least at skill level, in light of what I just suggested. Awesome. So, Dale, you touched on a couple things that kind of connected together for me, and they were attachment and listening to that voice within. And I was thinking about how attached we can become to our mode of transportation, our car. And, you know, we were talking about Mother Earth earlier on, or you were referring to that within this answer. So I actually really had this epiphany that I've been putting off doing some work on my car. And as the heat is rising, you know, we've already hit 117, one of the highest temperatures in Vegas. We're not even in July yet. And I know I need to get my tires serviced and possibly get new tires. Now, I was wondering if you could actually, you know, talk about what's coming weather-wise 
because there might be some other people that may want to prepare more for this. And so I feel like these things kind of tie together because that voice within me really went off that I need to do something to prepare for the weather that we're heading into later this summer. Yeah, well, again, I, I mentioned this on, I don't know, a handful of Elevate calls ago where I talked about, you know, expect the unexpected during these times. Um, so in this case, it's pretty obvious that things are going to grow in intensity. Uh, even if we weren't being psychic or intuitive right now, you can tell. I mean, just go to last summer, the summer before. I mean, you can see that there's an increase in this kind of activity Um and then if you are speaking with people abroad, uh, listen to their stories. I mean, they're having, they're having quite a few experiences as well uh, that's directly related to where, where it is they live around the weather and so on and so forth. But as you're having these experiences abroad or these conversations abroad, it helps you to see like, no, there is something else going on here. There is something else going on here. And at the very least to expect the unexpected now. So when you're expecting the unexpected, then you want to do things like, for example, like if you know your car is not in tip-top shape, now is not the time to be going on a trip across the country in your car, <laughs> right? That would not be a wise thing to do. Yeah. Now you could go maybe rent a car, but then maybe your budget is such where that doesn't work. So then you need to plan a shorter trip. Maybe you go to the other side of the city and you put up your tent and you, you know you have a camping experience for a couple of days. In other words, you you do things where it's where you know it's more manageable. So, you know, um, as a way to just, you know, you're just expecting the unexpected. So, you know, you're not getting obsessed with it. You're, you just know that at any time, something unexpected is going to show up. So, for example, the weather. So, you know, you could end up here where, where we are right now. Uh, you know, we could end up in even a, a much more intense heat wave than that of what we just went through here just over the next couple of months. We already know from past history, we're coming into literally the two hottest months of the year, normally on record. And yet we've already had the hottest month. We, we were breaking records last month or this month, actually. We haven't even closed out this month yet. But then you go to other areas. Other areas, you know, you got to make it specific to your area, like what's going on in your area, right? So we know certain areas where the fires and they're, they're already preparing. They're already preparing the areas that are really vulnerable to fires, Um you know, because we're, things are getting drier. We're, we're now starting to experience drought in different parts, uh, mainly here in the Southwest right now. Uh, you know, we're, um, you know, we were just having this conversation, the other, this conversation the other day about the water supply. The water supply is is seriously restricted right now. And it's just getting started, right? So prepare, prepare. So, you know, uh, for example, make sure you have a good supply of water in your house. Um, and if you don't have water in your house, then you need to do things with the tap water to kind of purify it, which you know, there's a couple of simple things that you could do to do that. But what happens if the water gets cut off for a couple of days? Or, you know, not long ago, had another meeting about the technology and we were talking about what might be our biggest threat in the world of commerce. And the biggest threat is what happens if you know, the technology goes out for four days. Like, you know, it's like you want to be prepared for this. And so that's why I say things like, you know, I want to keep all of my in, um, inner muscles always sharp. So I'm always using them. 
It's like I work out almost every day. I mean, even physically. I mean, I don't go lift heavy weights. I'm not into that sort of thing anymore. But I work out almost every single day. I keep myself in shape, you know, so that when I'm when I find myself in a situation to do something, I can do whatever that is. Uh, it's not going to twist me up one side and down the other side. And so if my car, if I can keep my car stronger and healthier, and that's what I'm going to do. If I can't, because maybe I'm on some kind of a budget, then I would be more wise in how I choose or where I choose to take my car and what even what time of the day I might even take my car. You know, um, I might keep my car kind of to I'm only going to drive it during the day hours because if something does happen to the car, you know, I call the AAA people and have them come and help me out or I call a friend to come and help me out. It's during the day hours. So it's not as intense as maybe as as it would be at one o'clock in the morning kind of thing. So just, you know, some of it's common sense, um, but around this expect the unexpected because things are increasing. They are increasing. Um, so, you know, and then I suppose the other thing coming back to the car, if you've got three things going on in the car and you're operating a budget, then go ahead and save a little bit of money and take on one of the three things. Just take on one. You don't have to have it be overwhelming because you can still use the car. You just want to use the car where you're just more mindful of, you know, that uh, the tires need to be replaced here in the near future, or this needs to be replaced, or this needs to be adjusted in the near future. So you know that. So you remain mindful of that. Um, and you start saving towards one of those things that, you know, you can get done, and then go in and, you know, go ahead and get it done. It's to just kind of break it down. Um, because again, more of this uh, will continue in light of the things that we've already shared. So Excellent. Thank you, Dale. Yes. That's everyone's, uh, okay, heads up. Go get yeah. it done. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get her done. Yep. <laughs> and, and again, I'll just close up with that too. It doesn't have to be done like in an overwhelmingly way. Um, you know, just even, and even if you do have money, go ahead and break it down. Just break it down. It's, it's one of the practices that you learn about in the book, at, uh, the second last chapter of being called to change. It's one of the 12 practices. Learn how to chunk things down. To chunk things down is also a wise and very practical approach just to life in general. Break it down. Learn how to break it down. Um, instead of taking on these huge chunks that end up overwhelming your system or overwhelm your bank account. You know, that's the kind of stuff that will increase your stress and your anxiety. And if your stress and your anxiety increases, then there's a chance your higher self will be speaking to you and you won't even be able to hear it. Because when you're living in stress and anxiety, you're going to have a difficult time listening to your higher self. I don't, it doesn't matter what you say. You're going to have a difficult time because the stress and the anxiety is going to take center stage until, of course, you clear it, until you minimize it or calm it down. Excellent. Very, very good advice. Um, well, thank you, Dale. And thank you, Amanda. Amanda's not on the call with us here, but I know she's going to be listening to this. So uh, thanks for the great question, Amanda. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. 
simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at D-A-L-E-H-A-L-A-W-A-Y.com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.